Welcome to Crunch Town Sports Podcast. My name is Jack. And I'm Cal. And I'm Lawrence. And we will focus on various sports topics that affect players, coaches, and the entirety of sports leagues. So join the conversation in the Crunch Town community. Welcome to the Crunch Town Sports Podcast. I'm your boy Charm. And today we'll be talking about uh, the mock draft. I did a mock draft on thedraftnetwork.com. It's a pretty fun uh, website to go on and do your own mock draft. Nice mock draft simulator. Um, As you know, uh, the coronavirus is still going around and we're still on uh, lockdown. So my two co-hosts, Bone and Kyle, are not able to be be here with me tonight. But um, let's get into some draft talk. Okay, so I ran the simulator on thedraftnetwork.com. In the first round, I select Xavier McKinney. Uh, I feel like he was the best player available at the moment. Uh, Javon Kinlaw, the defensive tackle for South Carolina, he was unavailable. Uh, C.J. Henderson, he was unavailable. He went to the Jaguars at the ninth pick. So uh, the next guy was uh, Xavier McKinney. So I picked him in the first round. <clears throat> in the second round, I picked his uh his running mate in the secondary, Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. Uh, he's a pretty big corner. Uh, he could jam the wide receiver at the line of scrimmage. He's a great press man corner, and he could shoot off the wide receiver due to his size and length. <clears throat> For the third round, I drafted Daryl Taylor, edge rusher from Tennessee. He's a good punch. Uh, he has a good punch move to gain separation. He has uh, bend and dip ability. He's able to get away from blockers by bending his body and contorting his body. Um, and he can turn the corner in a hurry. <clears throat> Fourth round, I got Lynn Bowden, wide receiver, a vertical guy. He can run routes, uh, vertical routes such as go route, fade route. Up the seam, up the middle, stop and go, and slot fade. He's a Swiss Army Knife gadget player. He's versatile. He can line up at running back, wide receiver, and corner quarterback. He's a kick returner, and he has good size at 5'11 and 204 pounds. And I'll get into him a little bit more later. Uh, the fifth round, got us drafting the office lineman, Jack Driscoll from Auburn. Uh, as you know, we need offensive line depth. Uh, Travis Frederick, he retired, so we need offensive line depth. <clears throat> and uh, with our second fifth round pick, I drafted uh, Benito Jones from Ole Miss. He has good hand usage. He can collapse the pocket. Uh, lateral quickness. Uh, yeah, that's it for him. In the seventh round, I draft another wide receiver, uh, James Poche. He has good ball tracking skills, good hands. He also has pump return experience. Uh, he can create space quickly, and he could de- he could possibly develop into a nice slot receiver. As you know, uh, we need a slot receiver due to Randall Cobb <clears throat> uh, leaving us and going to the Houston Texans. So we need a... Uh, new slot receiver so that's my um that's my mock draft uh doing this mock i basically covered all of our needs i covered cornerback edge rusher safety 
inside inside defensive lineman, wide receiver, and offensive tackle. Now, according to the draft network, uh, the other remaining needs that we uh, that uh, that we need are linebacker, quarterback, tight end, and uh, inside offensive lineman. Okay, I don't understand the quarterback situation. I know that Prescott, he hasn't received his long-term con- contract yet. Um, but uh, as far as quarterback goes, I think we could use a solid backup. Um, now, I don't know who that may be. Maybe it could be like Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma. I heard that uh, we actually had a meeting with him, a video chat meeting with him today. Uh, so that's a good um, prospect to look at. Uh, <clears throat> linebacker, we pretty much set at linebacker. Uh, we basically we signed all our deaf guys: uh, Justin March, uh, Joe Thomas, Sean Lee. Uh, yeah, we're pretty good at the linebacker spot. We have Leighton Vanderish. I know he has a a neck injury, a neck situation going on, so that's always something good to monitor uh, during the off season if we have one. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think we're pretty much set at linebacker. Uh, I can understand we can add more depth there, maybe a potential starter just in case uh, Lee Vanderish cannot shake his uh, neck situation. Uh, tight end. Same deal. Um, I don't understand the tight end uh, situation. Uh, why they said we need a tight end. We have Blake Jarwin. We have Blake Bell that we signed from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the backup to Travis Kelsey, if you guys don't know. Uh, we also have Dalton Schultz uh, from Stanford. Uh, so we pretty much were good at tight end. Except you want to, if you want to add a more athletic tight end to the group, maybe other than Jarwin, because I know uh, Schultz and Bill are mostly blocking tight ends, so they're not that much heavily involved in the passing game. So um, I can understand if you're looking for a tight end there to help with that. Um, inside offensive lineman. Uh, yeah, we do need an inside office lineman, somebody that's versatile to play center. Um, I know we have Joe Looney. I know we have Connor McGovern, but Connor McGovern basically was redshirted for his rookie year due to an injury. Um, I believe it was a pectoral injury. Yeah, pectoral. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I understand that. Uh, but at the moment, I'm not too heavy on office line prospects, so I'm not too sure who to select. So I didn't really address that need when I was making my mock draft. <clears throat> uh, like I said, cornerback, uh, I feel like Diggs, he'll bring his good size. He'll fill the void for uh, Byron Jones. They're pretty much sim- similar in size. And... Uh, Trayvon Digg, he actually takes the ball away, which is what we need in our defense is uh, someone to create turnovers, someone to uh, flip the field, you know, give our offense another crack at 
getting in the end zone or getting more points on the board, we basically need that uh, changing, uh, switching, switching uh, direction of the, of the field. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Xavier McKinney. I already spoke about him during our last episode. So, uh, I feel like I don't really have to go into him so much. Uh, now, with Daryl Taylor, I feel like he can, we are looking for that starting right defensive end on our line. You know, we have Demarcus Lawrence on the left side. He's holding, he's, he has held that down for uh, years. So, that side, that side is fine. We address the inside of our defense line with the signings of Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe, which I think will help with the run game. Because, uh, as you know, if you're a diehard Cowboys fan like myself, or if you just pay attention to the Cowboys like that in general, over the years we've gotten gashed by the running game. Uh, there's been plenty of running backs, great ones and decent running backs that have put up a lot of yards on our defense. So I feel like with those two signings, I feel like that would be good. Uh, that would be good for us. That will help us in that regard. <clears throat> now on the right side, we have a few options. Uh, we have Randy Gregory. He's currently suspended under the old, under the old CBA. But the uh, new CBA is in place now, so he should be filing for reinstatement. Uh, I don't know how that process works. I don't know what all entails to that process, but I know he's planning on filing. Yeah, so um, like I was saying, on the right side of the defensive line, we have uh, Randy Gregory, and we signed Alden Smith this week. Uh, he's used to play for the 49ers. Uh, they drafted him in 2011. He's been out of football for four, four or five years. Uh, he was suspended uh, for various uh, situations he's gotten himself into. Uh, I believe he was uh, he had a DUI. A situation that caused him to get suspended, uh, substance abuse. Um, but I feel like it was a good signing. It was a low, low risk, high reward signing. Um, I mean, he's only gonna cost us like four million dollars, if that. Uh, I think he has to have crazy numbers in order for him to receive out the whole four million dollars. So I think literally he's only getting paid two million. They cut it in half. So, uh, that's a good signing. And then we also have Tyrone Crawford uh, coming back from his injury. Uh, now, I know Crawford, he's very versatile. He can also move into uh, the inside as well. He can play on the right side. He can play on the left side. Um, so, yeah, uh, I know he's older. Um Honestly, I know it's a lot of fans that's been calling for him to get cut or to receive a pay cut. Um, now, I agree with the pay cut. I, f I feel like he should receive a pay cut because the amount of money we're paying him, he hasn't been producing due to, due to injuries and just not finding himself as a player because uh, they move him around so much and they'll keep him at one spot. So, <clears throat> But I feel like with those options and if we draft someone like Darrell Taylor in the third round or, uh, yeah, the third round, I'll go the third round. That's the lowest because we need to address that edge rusher uh, position. 
Uh, <clears throat> and wide receiver back to uh, Bowden uh, from Kentucky. Uh, I, the player comp that I researched on him uh, from NFL.com, they said that he's uh, more like Randall Cobb, which we'll be missing now in our wide receiving uh, room. Uh, Cobb used to play quarterback in college as well. I forgot what college he attended. Uh, but if he's anything similar to Cobb or better, then that would be great. Um, he also, you can run gadget plays with him. I know Kellen Moore experienced, uh, experienced some uh, creativity with the play calling. And he can get us in creative situations. So I feel like that would be a nice player to use in our offense. We need creativity. We need a gadget-type player. Um, I know we have Tony Pollard. Um, they can also run some gadget stuff with him, but it would be nice to have more than one player to run gadget plays with. And he's versatile. He can line up outside and in the slot. Uh, he has nice size, so it's not he's not one-dimensional. He's not just a slot wide receiver. He can do many things. Uh, we also need a kick returner and a punt returner. I know you guys were chewing off uh, Tavon Austin's head for not returning the punts back or already calling for fair catches and just not trying in the kicking game at all. I don't know if that has to do with coaching I don't know if he was told that to just fair catch the ball a lot. Don't take any chances. But we need <clears throat> someone to step up in our kicking game. And I believe someone of uh, Bowden's caliber, if we could draft someone like that, I feel like that would be good for our special teams. Uh, with the hire of John Fassel, a special teams coach from the Rams, I feel like that would be a good <clears throat> uh tool for him to use, a good player for him to use in our kicking game. <clears throat> uh, with Benito Jones, uh, that's another good player to have on defensive line to add depth um, because, you know, uh, McCoy and Poe, they're older players now in their careers. And uh, you can rota rotate out uh, defensive linemen. Uh, when they need a breeder. So I feel like someone like Jones, that'd be good for them to, um, that'd be good for them to have a player of that caliber. <clears throat> and that's always good to have on your defensive line. You cannot have enough defensive linemen uh, in today's league. Um, the many defensive linemen you have, the better. Same thing goes for secondary. You can't have too many corners or safeties. Uh, you need bodies. On the defensive position, you got to be able to rotate in and out players, uh, show the teams different looks, different coverages, different blitzes, uh, different pass rushers, different pass rushers that can have a lot of different moves to free themselves up to sack the quarterback. You need that on your defense. And with James Prochet, uh, I feel like um, – He's another guy that can potentially fight for that wide receiver spot. If you draft him, um, that'd be a nice battle with uh, him and all the other receivers on our roster. Uh, Cedric Wilson, uh, Lance, Le Lance Lenore, 
Uh, I believe we still have Noah Brown. Uh, and players like that, I feel like we need competition. We need uh, depth at the wide receiver position. Uh, we can't just roll out there with Cooper and Gallup all the time. They could get tired. And what happens if one of them go down with injury, God forbid, uh, knock on wood, that that, that, that doesn't happen. <clears throat> so I feel like a player of uh, James Prochet caliber, that's really good for us. Uh, he also has punt return ability and kick return ability. So if they don't feel like um, Pollard, they don't want uh, Pollard to uh, suffer injury returning punts or kicks, and that's highly understandable depending on what uh, McCartney and uh, Kayla Moore want to do with him in the offense. They want to, may want to feature him more in the offense, which I think would be good <clears throat> for him and Ezekiel Elliott uh, running multiple two-back six. We saw that uh, a couple of times last season. I wish they would have ran, ran it a little bit more just to throw off defenses and uh, teams. I feel like that's good that you have two great or two good running backs on the field together at the same time. And you could also line up Pollard in the slot. But I wouldn't move him there full time. Uh, I keep him at running back, just run a few gadget plays with him every now and again. But I don't think he's a long-term option at the slot wide receiver position. I'll keep him as uh, Zeke's backup and have certain packages of plays drawn up for him and uh, things of that nature. So uh, that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, follow us on Crunch Time Sports on Facebook and on Twitter. And follow us at Crunch, Crunch underscore Time 20 on uh, Instagram. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care.